Hey guys, it's Liz Mealy. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know I am taping my special April 3rd in uh, New York at New York Comedy Club. The 7 o'clock show is already sold out, but there's still tickets for the 9.30 show. You can buy tickets on my website at lizmealy.com, and I suggest you use the code word GHOST, G-H-O-S-T, and that will get you discount tickets as well as it helps me pay for the special taping. So lizmealy.com, April 3rd. I hope you guys can make it. Hey everybody, Maria here. My new album, Live at the Bill Murray, is available now and you can get it on Bandcamp. Uh, the link is in the notes and I hope you check it out. Thanks. Hey everybody, welcome to Two Non-Doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. We are stand-up comedians. Stand-up comedians that are currently jobless because of the coronavirus. We're finally gonna be the doctors our mothers wanted us to be. Is there anything that we don't know? A lot, actually. We have a lot of questions. Uh, we have a lot of answers. All of them wrong. But we do have access to... Google. And a vet. Oh yeah, my mom's a vet. She knows some stuff. We have to do this <laughs> So again. every once in a while, we're going to invite her on. No, we don't. We're going to actually use this. <laughs> welcome to Two Non-Doctors. Hi, welcome to Two Non-Doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. How you doing, Cupcake? I'm fine. How's it going? I have this twitch in my eye and it's been going on for like almost a month now and it's really bothering me. That sounds uh, awful. I hate that. Thank you. Just the like, and you're like, stop it. <laughs> and nobody can see it. I mean, so like there's benefit, there's pros and cons to people being able to see it and not see it. Like if people can see it, they could be like, oh yeah, that looks awful. But then you also don't want people to see you like, like twitching out. <laughs> like, yeah. But like, I will be on stage. It's almost like if like my, like um, I'm trying to get better because my, my wrist vibrates when somebody calls or texts me and sometimes it can be distracting. So I've been trying to be better about I putting like on airplane mode because I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And I, I, it wasn't, I don't know. It just didn't seem like a problem before. And now it's more of a problem. So I've been much better about putting it on like focus or airplane mode or whatever. But now I, I can't put my eye on airplane mode. Like I'm on stage in my eye, like I can feel it. And it's just like, so I'm like saying words and I'm like, ah, like I just feel crazy. Oh, I totally. Yeah. There's nothing like a Twitch that makes you like, you're just like, because even though, you know, no one can see it, but it's, it's just, it's like if somebody was doing this to you and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what it is. And I just feel like and I'm fine and nobody can tell, but I'm distracted and I'm not in the moment and I'm uncomfortable. And it's been going on for like a month now, but, be, and it's all because of sleep, sleep deprivation. Like we, I've had Googles about it in previous episodes. So it's like, there's nothing I can do other than sleep, but. Um, yeah. Just, also caffeine. You can cut out caffeine. I think that should help. But that's how I'm getting through life right now. Okay. But okay. Well, deal with the twitch god that's so unnice of me <laughs> like what a doctor i would be well yeah, yeah. Fucking deal with it <laughs> yeah well, i don't know you're you're old and um you're probably gonna die soon and um that'll be a 40 dollars copay lately so. on stage like because i feel like everyone can see that the buttons on my teeth from the invisalign so i'm i'm so self-conscious of it when i'm on stage um and then i i tell myself like no one sees it it's just you. Nobody sees it. Um, I especially, cause I take my Invisalign out cause I still can't talk normally. I don't know if you can hear it, but I, I definitely still speak with a lisp. Um, but, uh, and then I was having dinner with a friend and at the end of it, I was like, I have to go brush my teeth. I'm Invisalign. She's like, yeah, no, I saw the buttons or whatever she called them. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I spent yeah, all this time yeah. trying to tell myself no one sees them. Everybody sees them. Yeah, but it's different from eating close up with somebody and being on stage. I think you're being irrational for people seeing it on stage. Like, yeah, you would have to really, it would have but to you be know, a, like the Bill Murray where everybody's like right at your feet. It's still not okay. that close. Okay. I'm sorry about your Twitch. Is it like constant or is it just like- It's not constant, it's random. And that's what really is annoying. Cause I think if it was constant, you just kind of deal with it. But it's like at the most inopportune moments where you're like trying to remember something. Like I'll be like, hey, do you guys, like I'll be at the grocery store. I'll be like, hey, where do you? And it's like, da -da 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 -da. and I'm like, <laughs> never mind. I'll, I'll find it. Like, like I just, it's like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just like genuinely at the weirdest times. It just, and I just, I find it so distracting and slightly disorienting 
and it's like not a big deal in the scheme of things. It's just been, I'm slowly getting a little bit more sleep. I'm still now it's not, I don't even think it's jet lag now. Now it's just my schedule sucking. Um, but, but yeah, the exciting news, and this is the dumbest thing that's going to come out of my mouth. I got my dresser finally today. Yeah. I ordered my dresser six months ago and it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back. And like, they were saying that it wasn't going to come until May. And I was like, and it, finally it came today, but I haven't even done anything with, I like, didn't even have time to like put my clothes in it, but I've been wearing like the same three shirts because it's just, I've kind of stuffed everything in a closet and it was like too much work and it was dark in there. And now I'm excited to wear five outfits. Cause I still wear the same shit. Every yeah, day. I know. Um, what, why, why did it take so long? I think it was a like, su- like supply chain and then uh, people being home and ordering shit. I think it was like everything at once. Like, I think it was like a this lot of pain. This wasn't like a chain store, furniture store, surely. It was West Elm. Oh, so it's like, that's nice. crazy it took so long. It is crazy. It took so long and it was worth it. Cause like when I found out it, like they originally said it wasn't coming until February and I was like, I'm not waiting until February. I'm going to do my clothes. And then I was like, I'm gonna find something better. And then I was looking and I was looking and I was looking and I was looking. And then I was like, you know what? You're going to learn to be patient, Liz. I believe in you. Yeah. Um, and then as I got closer, I was like, this is great. And then they just kept pushing it further. And I was like, it was really a test, like just all the skills that my parents tried to instill in me. And I was like, but I don't want to wait. <laughs> like, I was like, mm, I want my stuff, but it looks really good. And I'm really happy. I'm excited to see it. Thank you so much. My, all I need is a cat and my apartment will be complete. <laughs> I think your life should be complete. Like I feel on like on my own. Depends. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think you should depend on external, external sources for your happiness. Well, I, while I agree, um, you're wrong. Uh, because things are hard right now and I need things. So I need your jeans now. I've heard you jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sad now. I'm sorry. Um, I will say that I can be happy without things and I have been happy without things and I'm currently happy without things, but, um, this is the most uh, I've ever bought things. And I have to say, other than the fact that I'm, I hemorrhaged money for like two months, other than the lack of money I now have, I have to say things are pretty great. Things are great. I think I totally agree with you. I don't even know why I'm sitting here trying to be like all sad. <laughs> There's nothing better. There's than nobody that. else that I know that appreciates things the way you do. Although you like experiences. And I have to say like, I'm a, I'm a, I like trinkets and stuff. Like you're like food and enjoying food. And then like, yoga or going on trips or massages like you're a experience buyer and I think I'm more like look at this baby shirt for my cat like look at this like like I'm like a I'll buy a candle I don't need yeah yeah Yeah. and be pretty fucking excited about it you'll buy a what I wasn't listening I was talking a candle it's okay oh like I can't about two yeah yeah (laughs) but I that being said I know when I'm buying stuff to feel better. And like the one thing I've always enjoyed about myself is when I shop, I shop with a purpose. So it'll be like, okay, my, I, you know, my leather jacket fell apart. I need, I want to replace it. And then I'll just look for it for like six months to two years. And I won't buy anything else. Cause all I really need at the store, if I am in the store is this leather jacket. So I don't, I don't go rogue very often. So it's like right now, I want an outfit for my special. I'll probably most likely just wear something I already have. But if I go in a store, the whole purpose is because I need to some, to buy something for the taping of the special, but I don't really need any other clothes. So it's like, I, I do keep on task when I'm in a store for the most part. Okay. So I bought, I bought all my things. I'm done buying things, which is good because my bank account is like, you got, you got chill. Um, <laughs> I had a credit card statement when I first moved and I was like, this can't possibly be right. And I was like doing the math and I was like, wow, money adds up quick. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, Your statement like goes up and down and like, you could just tell your mood based on your statement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
It's like a pie chart to who hurt you. <laughs> You're like four pairs of jeans. He must have not called back. He's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, I weirdly try to combat that when I was sad the other month after like losing tots and, and losing family and stuff. And I, I went more restrictive. Like I was like, I'll control my diet. And weirdly enough in like controlling my diet and trying to like be healthier. I didn't go the spending route, but also I couldn't really afford to go the spending route because when I was happy and I moved, I, for the right reasons, I was trying to buy what I needed, but like, I can't afford sad spending right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. the worst. That's the worst position. You're like, so is it du- yeah, a double level of sad. You're like, I'm sad and I can't even afford to be sad. Yeah. Well, when I'm sad or I'm trying to get my mind off things, I just watch Netflix. Like I watch movies and it helps. So I'm like, all you really need is nine pounds a month or whatever. Yeah, that's true. I I definitely did a lot of like binge watching and that helped. I've just been really, I've been watching the news too much, man. Yeah. that's. It's been really bad. Really bad. Cause, and it's also like not watching the news and learning more. I'm just like, learning the same shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm, you would think I was like a Ukrainian, um, uh, military, like the Ukrainian military, the amount of like, Oh, they're, they're now here. And they're doing like, I'm just like following this war too closely for somebody that's not enlisting. Like, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I love backseat general where I'm just like, guys, where are we go? Kiev? Let's, let's defend it. What are we doing? Um, and then, um, I mean, since like a lot of the people fighting are civilians, it's not that far off. It's people being like, I'm throwing a Molotov cocktail at somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of cool. Um, so, uh, Chris McDougall is a good friend of mine. He wrote born to run. And then his second book, when I went on tour with him was called, um, crap, uh, natural born heroes. And it was about parkour. And what was cool about it is it was the, basically the history of parkour and during world war two, um, Germany and the Nazis were going to go to Crete and Greece. And they were going to take over Crete, use it as like a way to like store all their stuff. They were going to take over it Crete in like two days. And then they were going to go to Russia. The problem is even though Crete didn't have a military man, woman, and child. Um, oh, and they did something weird. They decided to like um, do only an air attack. Like they didn't do any boat attacks. They went right to the air. So you just literally have Nazis coming out of the sky. So they thought they would take over Crete in two days, but man, woman, and child was like strapping knives to broomsticks and like stabbing Nazis out of the sky. And then the hit, it was so, it's such a great book. And then basically the reason parkour comes in is that because they knew the, 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 the mountains and everything so well, basically these people, like these underground military were like billy goading it all throughout the, um, uh, the mountains to kind of get messages to different parts of Crete. And that's how they kind of starved off, um, Germany so long that by the time they did take over Crete, by the time they got to Russia, it was the winter. And that's, they pretty much give Crete credit for like ending world war two because they delayed them so much that by the time they got to Russia, it was cold. They didn't have, um, um, they weren't, uh, you know, they didn't have the big, like those Russian hats. Like yeah, they didn't have the hats. That's exactly what it said. So they didn't have the hats. Um, they were cold and they were like, guys, it is frosty here. <laughs> and um, and then, you know, history. But it's it kind of made me think of that, like that man, woman and child is like, let's do this. Like, you're not going to this is my playground. You're not going to take this over. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I am that, like, that, I. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm going to I was going to change news topics. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Just that and the, um, like the, the plane falling out of the sky in, in China. I did. I, I, that one I had to like, I was like, "Mm." (laughs) you know what? I'm not on a plane for another week, but I was like, I'm not looking at that. I, what I, okay. I don't like when planes fall out of the sky. This is what (laughs) I worry about when I fly. This is why I'm texting you going, it's bumpy. Liz, it's bumpy, bumpy, bumpy Liz. And then you go, okay, it's good. You're good. It's on your head. Breathe. So, okay. Two questions about this. One, did they say why it fell out of the sky? Oh, that's the problem. Like I I didn't check today, but uh, (laughs) I have an alert. That's just like airplanes falling out of the sky. (laughs) Why Um, and how? Also, I am a little skeptical uh, of 
Chinese airlines, there was like a whole article and or book about how be about cultural stuff. So this is going to come off shitty, but it was, it was in a book. It's not me, but basically um, the reason they said, I think in Asian airlines, there's been more issues is because culturally you don't uh, question authority. Yeah. So, so if the co-pilot is like, I think it was, yeah. So I I feel less like a shitty person saying this, but basically in other cultures, the co-pilot would be like, Hey man, you know, this doesn't look good or da, 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 da. But in Asian cultures, you're not supposed to question authority and the pilot is the authority. And so then shit sneaks up and then they follow the sky. So Uh, I know this sounds really bad, but when it's an Asian airline, I'm that, and I'm not going to Asia very often. I'm, I'm less like, it's sad and it's awful, but I'm less like that's going to their example was Korean, but maybe it's just like Eastern culture. Yeah. Um, The passenger plane plunged great alliteration, horrific words (laughs) more than, for more than 20,000 feet into a mountainous area. They recovered the black box is the point of this article. Let's see captures flight data and cockpit audio. I know what a black box is. Uh, it's been badly damaged. Shit. I mean, so I don't know anything. Cause like there was a sudden, just like, it was just falling. Cause somebody saw a plane falling, but there's no smoke. I don't know guys, I don't know. But this is why I've suddenly become afraid of flying. Cause shit like this happens. Yes, but back to what I always say, of course they report on the one, like there's so many planes all over the world that are fine and one plane and you're like that's why it's unsafe and the truth of the matter is is we don't hear about all the car crashes because it's happening every two seconds so you know when it that's uh, true it, it it's just the nature of news that it is so newsworthy because it is so rare that that's why you know about it but if you really think about it statistically that's one flight that's one flight the likelihood of it being your flight is so it's so low. <laughs> it's funny because the same chances I think of having becoming like a su- successful, rich millionaire comedian are the same. That's the same brain that goes. I'm also the person who would be on that flight. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're like, I'm going to make it and I'm going to die in a plane crash. And you're like, <laughs> it's the same brain thinking like I, I will, I will beat the odds in either direction. <laughs> but, and that's actually, I mean, that's so funny. And it's actually, I think it's quite true though because you have to be delusional to be in show business and to think you're gonna be successful in this and that's important to have a little bit of delusion but you're right the same thing that's like i'm gonna make it is like everything's trying to kill me (laughs) like (laughs) it's just it is it's like so it's like of course like when you do an audition you're either gonna be like i'm gonna get that i'm the i was the best person or you're like they hate me I'm, I'm never going to work in this town again. Like, yeah. it's like, it really just depends on the day of what brain, like what side of your brain chooses what you're going to be that day. <laughs> That's why we like fan mail. Uh, should we get into it? Uh, no, we got to do announcements and then we'll do fan mail. Okay. But I, I like your, I like your excitement. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, great. Solid. Um, okay. Announcements. Uh, thank you to all our Patreons, um, everybody that supports us, everybody that contributes. Uh, if you don't know, by um, contributing, you can get early access to episodes. Um, you can get bonus episodes, both weekly and monthly. Um, you can get stickers. You can become a Google guest. You can um, uh, control our Googles. There are so many lovely benefits to supporting us, and we appreciate it uh, more than we can ever express. Yeah, definitely. And thank you to everyone who's left us reviews. That's so nice. We love that. Leave us more reviews. Uh, you can on Apple uh, Podcasts. Um, I've just fucked my whole announcements by starting differently. This is it's okay. why I always just say the same thing. Just trying to be sincere and it just comes out and I'm, I'm derailed. Anyway, thank you for leaving us reviews. Please leave us a review if you have it and you want to. You want to leave us a nice one. It helps us out. We share it. We love it. Um, it makes us really happy. And uh, you can follow us on the socials. We're on um, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at two non doctors, the number two full word doctors. And then on Instagram at two non DRS. Um, and yeah, my album's out. Thank you to everyone who's bought the album so far and for all the kind words you've sent me about it. I love hearing it. I need to hear it, to be honest. I really need the compliments. So if you have compliments, please share them. And uh, 
but thanks for, for checking that out. And, um, yeah, shows I have some listed on my website. I've been pretty lazy. I'll be honest. Okay. That's valid, but you're putting out your album <laughs> yeah. and you're putting out clips and you should subscribe to her YouTube because oh, she's yeah. awesome, awesome clips. Um, and her album's amazing. Thank you. Um, I am doing my own taping, uh, and by the time this comes out, I think like the week of, so April 3rd, my seven o'clock show is sold out, but there's still tickets for the nine 30. It's at New York comedy club, um, in New York. Um, and yeah, use the promo code ghost. It helps me pay for it as well as gives you a little bit of a discount. So, uh, tour stuff coming up, Cleveland, Lexington, Kentucky, Pittsburgh, Massachusetts, Boston, a bunch of cities in Michigan that I decided not to write down Reno, Sunnyvale, Atlanta, Pensacola, Panama city, San Francisco, and just added DC. Um, and that's pretty much my spring and summer. Um, and yeah. Are you ready for fan mail? Yes. All right. Um, this is from Jean Marie. She says, uh, Hey there, non-doctors. I've eaten bugs something like 20 years ago. It was a delicacy delicacy from reunion Island, somewhere near Madagascar ish, namely wasp larva. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you hear the word larva, you're like, no wasp larva. There's sort of pureed and uh Oh, <laughs> you didn't warn me about this email. Sorry. Also, also, before we go on, can I just say like, what a, what a way to fuck up, you know, everybody hates a wasp. What a way to really be like, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm going to eat your babies. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They lose. Um, <laughs> they're sort of pureed and eaten with bread. If I remember well, they tasted nutty, I think, or maybe it is the same as tastes like chicken. I.e., what you say when you're not good at describing what things taste like. I wasn't very brave. My then girlfriend ate more, which I think was due to A, the initial squeaminess of what the hell am I eating? And B, they weren't thoroughly pureed. I'm sure the puree wasn't the issue. Um, related to eating bugs, I see cat food with insects more and more often, probably dog food too, but I don't look at dog food. My beautiful cat um, didn't like it that much when she tried two years ago. Maybe it's time to try again though. Best wishes, Jam, Oh, And cute picture of the cat. Very cute. I know. Yeah. I should have warned you both about the, the description and uh, an adorable cat was coming up to make up for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, just keep going. You're going to get a cat picture. It's going to blow your mind. Um, yeah. So two things. First thing I didn't see in all of our research, I never saw anything about wasp larva or really any larva. And I don't know, I, maybe it's the word larva. I was just like, it goes back to the mealworms where I'm just like, like I don't know it, again it's texture I was just I uh, yeah I'm I, I I pureed like I feel like I could eat bugs if somebody pureed it and didn't tell me yeah of course I it on some toast and was like here do you want some of this and I'm like like maybe it tastes or looks like marmite and I go all right what's marmite it's like um it's a yeast oh, it's like yeast yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it's like people love it or hate it and it's very di divisive I love it. And so, yeah, I, yeah, again, if I didn't know what it was, like I have a mental block definitely towards the word larva, uh, also towards wasps. And I still yeah, it sounds like it'd be spicy. The worms that we were given, it was like worms. Oh, have you, you tried it yet? I no, forgot we were supposed to I'm try not... that together. Huh? I forgot we were supposed to try that together. Yeah, I'm afraid to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, we can oh, just wait. save it and tour together again. Yeah. Let's wait. Let's That's wait for me. I'm waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're just a really good person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I thought was awesome is I did not know that they put it in dog food and cat food and what a great, um, okay. So we were talking about bugs in the episode and about it being like, um, less bad for the environment and a more sustainable kind of meat and protein source. And, what a great way to start with what uh, a, a cat and a dog that they do have their preferences, by the way. Like when I had tater tots, like I got a couple of different things because I was going to find out what he liked. So I'm like getting fish like stuff. I'm getting, you know, uh, chicken. I think I got turkey and he would only eat the chicken and he would only eat a certain type of chicken. And I luckily they let you return cat food um, cans if they're unopened. But I was like, you picky bitch. Like it was so <laughs> fucking frustrating. And I think a lot of people, dogs, 
I would have to be correct. It's been a while since I've had a dog, so I don't know how picky dogs are. I feel like they're less picky. Cats are like, no. Yeah. Like, I feel a cat would be like, is that bugs? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Even though, what do I swear to God, like my cat never ate a bug. My cat would just chase a bug and torture a bug for hours. Like just really make a bug give up his social security number and where the treasure's hidden. Like just real yeah. torture. Yeah. I, um, but no, I, I was like, oh, I, I, I really want to look for like insect cat food just to see, but also it's one of those things where you got to get one can and find out what kind of cat you have because they are brats, genuine brats. Also, I wonder what bugs they're using. I wonder if it's the same like grasshoppers and, and if it's getting them the same, I'm assuming, I hope so that it's getting them all the protein and stuff that they need as, you know, little animals because uh, cats are carnivores. So they eat, you know, the entire animal and they eat clearly mostly protein and then dogs, um, are omnivores yeah they're omnivores they need meat and veggies just picture aliens coming down and feeding bugs to us all and cats are kind of like well look who's at the same diet as us yeah interesting yeah thank you um thank you Jean marie um okay googles yeah do you want to go first do you want me to go first i'll go first okay just breaking it till you make it really work <laughs> Um, so psychology today says, yeah, but it can also backfire. Like you can do it if your intentions are good, but you can also be a dickhead. So <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Isn't uh, that like the whole, um, what was that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio where he played a guy that like pretended to be a pilot, pretended to be a doctor. I yeah. I mean, that's a scam artist, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of did, it was bored of, I, I was watching King of Comedy last night. And um, have you seen that? 1982 with Robert De Niro. What's it called? King of Comedy. No. It's about a delusional guy who um, kidnaps a late night TV show host to get on late night TV. And oh I'm my God, like, I relate to this so much. You know, I'm just kind of like, you got to do what you got to do. You know, it's like the means justify the end, the ends justify the means. But I mean, like- Was it he, good? Uh, yeah, it was good. Um, it wasn't the movie I was expecting because I was kind of expecting a guy who does like stand up and seeing like stand up in the eighties in New York, but he never actually does stand up. He has a, an act, which I love how the movie just breezes over how he even he must have written it at home, and you get to see that act at the end. But um, it's mostly about a delusional guy just pretending he's bigger than he is, and I'm like, it's it's kind of brilliant because that is mostly this this is like what most comedians think anyway but just times a thousand yeah yeah, yeah yeah um and so and sandra bernard's in it and she uh jerry lewis like slaps her while she's naked so it's it's kind of like he like punches her and that's not even a disqualifying character like uh it's not even something that would make you hate the character Do you know because well, she had kidnapped him and so when he got free he he like yeah no, that, that's that's valid i'll give him that okay um, and then, yeah. So anyway, uh, I was like speaking it to you, make it work. Like that guy did, I mean, it was a movie, but he did. Um, so acting as if is a common prescription in psychotherapy. If you want to feel happier, do what people do. Happy people do smile. If you want to get more work done, act as if you are a productive person. If you want to have more friends, behave like a friendly person. If you want to improve your relationship, practice being a good partner. Too often we hesitate to spring into action. Instead, we wait until everything feels just right or until we think we're ready. But research shows that changing your behavior first can change the way you think. And they do say that with writing, like even if you don't feel like writing, just start writing and then you train yourself to write. Um, it's like kind of with joke writing. It's like, don't wait till you're inspired to start writing. Uh, biggest mistake people make, faking it until you make it only works when you correctly identify something within yourself that's holding you back. Uh, behaving like the person you want to become is about changing the way you feel and the way you think. If your motives are to prove your worth to other people, however, your efforts won't be successful. And research shows that this approach actually backfires. Um, people who try to prove their worth to others are more likely to dwell on their shortcomings. Ambitious professionals who wore luxury clothing in an effort to appear successful um, and, and MBA students who wore Rolex watches to increase their self-worth just ended up looking like bigger failures. 
So it doesn't mean being phony or inauthentic. It just means changing your behavior first and trusting the feelings will follow. As long as your motivation is in the right place, baking it until you make it can effectively make your goals become reality. Just make sure you're interested in changing yourself on the inside, not simply trying to change other people's perceptions of you. That makes sense though. And I, I think those are really good examples. If, if instead of, I mean, what is that cliche dress for the job you want, not the job you have. And it's like, if, if wearing a suit gives you the confidence to feel like you deserve the job when you go into the job interview, I get that. That's great. But if putting on the suit for a job, you're not qualified, it's, you know what I mean? Like you can't, it's not that big of a jump. So I, I think in a lot of ways I've instilled the fake it till you make it qualities when it came to stand up because I would try to be feel more comfortable and confident on stage before I actually did. And by kind of pretending I wasn't scared, eventually I wasn't. Yeah. Um, I do think there's some stuff that you need to kind of make that uh, mental leap or emotional leap before it actually starts to come to fruition. But I don't know if I've ever done the like, it, you just, it can't be too big of a jump, I guess is. Yeah. I think it needs to be adjacent. Like I can't just put on, like, I can't just have a podcast called two non-doctors, call it two doctors and then just suddenly be a doctor. Yeah, exactly. But- <laughs> Although we've tried, we've tried so hard, but yeah, yeah. It's kind of got to be. What are you faking it until you make it? Are you doing any, are you implementing any of these things? No, not yet. But I feel like I should like being um, a rich person. I wonder if I can fake that till I make it. I've been doing that by spending. Yeah. You've been doing that your whole life. Yeah. (laughs) I really do act way richer than I have ever been. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, Problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't know if in what area I know I do do it, but I don't know in what areas. Yeah. Um, yeah. It mostly came up because I was just like, this guy just like in this movie insisted he was a peer of this late night host and just, and his, his means weren't like it got him landed in jail, but then he got popular after that because of what he did. And it's like, that's what he wanted. So, you know, it's like, was that the worst idea? Maybe I need to kidnap Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, you know, <laughs> what's so interesting to kind of halt that. Yeah. No, <laughs> nope, no. Not kidnapping Jimmy Fallon. no, no. Put the gun and the credit card down. Um, both of these <laughs> things are dangerous to you. Um, you know, what's interesting about that. I read so many books. So before podcasts, before, you know, all this stuff, there wasn't a lot on how to become a standup or, you know, what a standup's life was. So I have all these like books like autobiographies and biographies of comedians from like the eighties and nineties or in the seventies too. So like, I loved Mel Brooks and, and Sid Caesar and all the shit. And all of them were like, Mel Brooks is such a great example. He was like, Oh yeah, I just walked into the NBC building and I had my jokes and I uh, said, you know, I know Sid Caesar and I walked into the elevator and I just handed somebody my joke. Like it was a lot of like, line like stuff you can't do anymore because like those elevators have like a bunch of security guards and and passes people did it back then that they're like yeah but it's because of mel brooks like because of fucking de niro doing kidnappy stuff but i just wonder if there's something now that can be equivalent i did i you know but it's just yeah well it's kind of come full circle because in this if you think about it the going in the elevator and handing sid caesar all your jokes is the equivalent of sending a message to Lady Gaga on Instagram and getting her assistant and being like, I'm the the best eyelash uh, maker and I have the perfect big ass eyelashes that I want to sell to Lady Gaga. And if she doesn't have these, she's not going to make it or be the next best. Right. You can you could be a chancer more on the Internet because you could just start messaging people. And yeah, I did that when I moved to London, I kind of I reached out to someone at a BBC address even though I knew it wasn't the right address because I was trying to get on a showcase. And then she like two weeks later, like that person had passed me on and on and on. Like I got passed through people until it landed on the right person's desk. But by then there was like too late to put me on the showcase, but they were like, I want to come see you. And they came to see me at the comedy store. Like, you know, not yeah. that. No, but that's a hundred percent. And I've, I've done that. I, um, I would make these sketches and I would send it to like 
just like the editor at women's magazine or something like that. And I would just do all the stuff. And then like, it would take years, but like years later, runner's world saw this like runner's thing I did. And I ended up being on like the celebrity back page of runner's world and doing a corporate gig. And did, like, I, yeah, I think we've taken those risks in some ways where I'm just like, I don't exactly even know what I'm trying to do. I just want somebody that might like this to look at it. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, that's a great Google. Thanks. Okay. So, um, how do you get campfire smell out of your hair? Shampoo. So <laughs> like what, why is that, why is that something Googled? Cause my hair's straight and I didn't want to wash it. Oh, okay. And it smells like a campfire. Okay. I feel like you're being really disrespectful of my Google and I, we've Googled some I, really I just feel like that's stuff. like such an obvious, just wash your hair. Like I didn't know you didn't want to wash your hair. I did. I washed my hair. Then I went to something and I was cold and I stood in front of the fire and I wasn't thinking. And then I got home and I was like, oh no, my just washed hair smells like fire. I'm so mad right now. Okay. So um, what is interesting about you saying just wash your hair and that's how I felt is they actually had two lists. They had a like wash your hair list and like maybe there's ones that shampoo doesn't do it. And then they had the, I don't have water trick. So I'll start with the no water because that was the one I cared about. I have to say it sounds dumb, but I literally was like kind of mad because I was going to have, it was shooting something the next day. That's the whole reason I shot, uh, uh, straightened my hair and it was already smelling dirty. Um, but it was like dry, dry shampoo. And I was like, oh yeah, I have that. Yeah. Um, especially the ones that have like perfume in it. Um, I have ones that are just like powder that you kind of put in and it just kind of absorbs the oil, but I had just straightened it. So it wasn't oily. So I wasn't thinking, but this was like literally like the, okay. So the first thing I did without Googling is I have Febreze with no scent. And the whole point of it is absorbs it, but I didn't want to get my hair wet. So I was like spraying it in the air and then like, <laughs> like trying to get my, like what you do with like perfume where you walk into it. Yeah. So I was like spraying it up and then trying to catch mist of it, hoping. And it did oh, shit. And I'll delete it. But what were you shooting? Oh, it's just for the Jed foundation. I did oh, an interview. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it so bad that you couldn't be around people? I'm in a closed area with like a bunch of cameramen. It's usually about 10 people on set and it was, it still kind of smelled, but it wasn't as bad. It's getting better. But, um, so first thing I did was dry. So I did that for breezy thing. Uh, did not work. Um, (laughs) you know what? I was very tired. Um, then I did dry shampoo. I think it took the edge off, but it still wasn't great. Um, the next suggestion was rub a dryer sheet. I did not want to do that, um, okay. but it is dry, dryer sheet. And mine aren't mine again are unscented, but I do still think it has. But it's actually good for flyaways and supposed to be whatever. And then expose. Do I don't know. Okay, I just didn't, and I still haven't. And it might be the the trick that fixes everything. But I just kind of I for some reason put my line my my put like a line in the sand on dryer sheet hair remedies. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, after that is exposed to full sunlight and fresh air, they say for like an hour. So it's funny because my jacket, I sprayed with Febreze and I put outside cause my jacket also smells. Um, and I could already see it dissipating in the jacket, but, but again, this was like, I didn't have, I didn't have time to like twirl in the breeze for an hour. So I was also hoping as I was like walking to the subway and walking to where I was going, I was like, I didn't put a hat on. I was just like genuinely trying to get as much fresh air and it was windy that day. So I think that helped a little bit, but again, I didn't give it like the full, I should have just sat outside for an hour, but it was cold and I had shit to do. Um, then if you're like by a campfire and you're trying to preventatively, um, not smell, you should put your hair in a tight bun. So like the less hair it's exposed to the less we'll get there. And mm-hmm. then also just wearing a hoodie or a hat, which I did wear a hoodie, but I really feel like it didn't help. Um, uh, uh, or I, w- I wore a hat, I wore a beanie. And then, you know, there's a bunch of different like ones for like, I guess maybe if shampoo doesn't cut it, which is about like putting, like using citrus, like use zest to lemon, lime or orange peel, put it in a water bottle with water, let it sit for 30 minutes and then spray your hair with it. Um, and maybe these are things where like you don't have shampoo, like you're on a campsite and you weren't planning on, sh- cause it is kind of a nauseating smell. Like I went to bed, like I actually washed my sheets the next day because I was like, I don't like that. This is on my pillow. Like I don't love, I don't mind when I'm in front of like a campfire, but I don't, I don't need that for days. What about baking soda? 
that is one. I like what you're doing there. So um, same way that you would use baking soda to absorb smells in like your refrigerator, you can make a baking soda paste. So it could be um, one part baking soda, three parts water. You massage it into your wet hair, like in a shower, you let it sit for a couple minutes and then you rinse it. So that is, um, but yeah. And then there's like apple cider vinegar rinses. There's, you can actually use equal parts vodka and water and spray that in your hair and let it just evaporate out, um, like drench your hair. But like, I don't think that's a good use of vodka, but I don't even drink. (laughs) Could you imagine like you're on a camping trip and they're like, Hey, where's the vodka? And you're like, smell my hair. (laughs) Kind of a genius. Um, so yeah, I haven't, I've definitely cut the smell in half with some of these tactics, but I don't, I still, it's still there. It's just not as strong. I just didn't want to be in this room and have this strong, like I was having fun last night vibes. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> what what was Jim Gavigan's joke like? Somebody smells like like somebody smells like smoke. Uh, I went to a barbecue with my family had forty eight hours to take a shower. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, w- I went to a barbecue on Friday. I had forty eight hours to shower, and I didn't. <laughs> um, my new flatmate, who I like a lot, I like a lot. Uh. uh she was like, sorry about the popcorn smell, the smell of smoke. I burnt popcorn. Um, and then, and also I will replace the microwave plate and then sent a picture of our microwave plate that had busted into like three or four pieces. How do you, is it a button? It's a button. It's a, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, our microwave is a little bit older and she may have underestimated it. It's this little like seventies looking thing but it's strong and don't leave popcorn takes two three minutes off you can't leave she left and then heard the plate explode and came back and the I mean, popcorn everything and i it just burnt popcorn popcorn and like shards of glass like that's killer popcorn that's yeah yeah seriously that's murder popcorn she made yeah. murder popcorn yeah when the plate pops it's done and <laughs> And uh, the place reeks now still like there is like we've had the windows open and that was like three days ago. What uh, about that? For Remember you got that Febreze? I wonder if just spraying that because the whole point of Febreze is actually that it doesn't cover smells, it absorbs smells. Okay. Yeah. I might try that. And um, I also think because she threw it away and that, that trash that she threw it away and is still in the kitchen. And when you open oh, yeah. it, it smells so fucking bad. Oh yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta get that trash out of there. It smells so bad that makes me wonder how bad popcorn is for you. And I don't think it's cancerous until you burn it, but like, it's just like, it doesn't smell right. Burn, burn anything. And I like stuff kind of crispy and burnt, but like burnt to shards is just a little bit like, ooh, like this is black is not the right color for eating. Yeah. Like, like my that's... mom likes corn on the cob. That's like charred. She likes the black bits, like the bitter stuff. And um, I don't, but like, and I and apparently like, like if something's black, like toast and, and charred corn and stuff, like that's what causes cancer. Oh, cool. Great. My anyway. mom burns everything. I'm just good to know that I have cancer. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get personal. Uh, yes. Yeah. The question is, what are your first date hard stops or like no goes? And the reason I thought of this question or not even thought of it, I was on the road with um, a younger comic and basically had like five probably round trip, like almost eight, nine hours together. Um, and he was, we were just talking and catching up and learning stuff about each other. And that was his question. And I had to say, I really enjoyed his answers and I learned a lot about my answers, but it's not like, it's like definitely red flags, but it's more like the, exclusively in the first date where you're just like, I'm, I'm either going to leave in the middle of this or cut it short, or I'm never going to see this person again. First date no-goes. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. I'll have to think about that one. I know um, bad mouthing one's mother <laughs> is that there's some obvious that ones. Like most people, like, yeah. like if all of a sudden, if you're just talking about all these shitty people, like if you're just shitting on people, I'm like, how do I, how am I not going to be a part of that list so soon? Right. Yeah. Bad mouthing anyone being rude to the staff. There's all the like typical ones. Yeah. But like what, like what were yours? So, um, um, being touchy feely too soon. Like, yeah, like it's a first date 
oftentimes we don't, we don't even know what this is or like, so I had a guy, this was 10 years ago that I knew, like I knew him. And this is the first time we were like having a date and he would, he was a tall guy. He would like grab my ankle and he was being like silly, but he would like grab my ankle. And then he would like, when we were walking, like his whole arm was on my shoulder. It was just like too touchy, too quick. And I was like, dude, and What's even crazier is I'm, you know, me, I get very tense. Very, you're not even seeing that I'm tensing up. You're not paying attention to any of my body language. You're not paying attention and yeah. you're, you're on a mission and you're not present. No, fuck that. Yeah. Like this is a hundred percent. You have a goal and has nothing to do with what's going on right now. And I don't like that. Yes. Um, I remember online dating and I would often cancel the first date out of fear I wouldn't say it was out of fear. I would have an excuse, but their response uh, was really telling for me because if they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, no worries. Um, and I wouldn't cancel like an hour before the date, you know, I would cancel the day before like enough time. Yeah. It's annoying to have something canceled, but like, I don't know you my time. So it's like, if you, yeah. if you then treat me like I have fucked everything up for you. Like one guy was like, okay, well, you know, I did rearrange plans so that we could go out on this day. And it's just like, I didn't ask you to do any of that and go yeah. forever because yeah. I'm never going to meet up with you I now. I don't owe you. I don't fucking, I don't know you and I don't owe you anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, and you know, it's actually funny. They said somewhere, I forgot that actually putting a little bit of boundary down is like a good way to kind of see how somebody feels about you because if they don't respect your, and it could be as easily as like, it's almost like your joke where you could be like, actually, I feel more comfortable in the booth seat. Is it okay if I sit there? And if they're like, oh yeah, absolutely. Or if they're like, honestly, like I like the booths, like, you know what I mean? And you're just like, Hey man, like this is a, this is a soft question, but like in general, I actually think that's so important because it's, I don't know you, I don't owe you anything. And if you're going to treat me already, like I fucked you over, this yeah. is, I'm not doing this dude. Cause that's the other thing is somebody treating you exactly what the relationship is. So you don't want somebody being like over doting and like all in your whatever and treating you almost like a girlfriend or a wife. Cause you're like, bitch, I don't know you. This is yes. weird. Yeah. But then you also don't want somebody to be so, um, callous or flippant that you're not even considered a person. You're like, this is somebody that I'm trying to get to know. Um, I'm making an effort. Cause that's the other thing. If somebody doesn't make an effort, you're like, if you're not going to make an effort now, I can't even imagine what you're going to be when we are together for a year. Like, fuck that. So I, I, it's just like the appropriate amount of attention and effort. Yeah. 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 For the situation. I went out on a first date with a guy we met in a cute little like cafe, but I made an effort. I wore a skirt. I don't wear skirts. So that's an effort. Yeah. <laughs> he showed up sweaty because he had just played like some, like, I don't know, football. I don't know what the fuck he was playing and like sweaty. And in like his sports gear, like what you uh, <laughs> <he> smelled, <laughs> yeah. he smelled bad. And I, I, I don't care if that's what this is. I don't care, but let me know so I can keep jeans on. You yeah, know? yeah. I would have also not showered. Like I, I didn't I, know this. I'd happily not shower. I would have happily worn jeans, a t-shirt and just, you know, fucking showed up dirty and like whatever. Cause you did. So if that's what this is, that's fine. Let's get a cup of coffee and call it a day, but don't like, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I mean, I, that we could do a whole episode on this, but I, um, my thing is also like, and I have a joke about it. Like you need to know how to make a conversation. I can make the date good. I can make it so that you're like, wow, it feels like she really understood me and she really got to know me. But if I did all the work and I'm tired afterwards, I'm not doing this again. I want an equal back and forth. I want somebody that's equally trying to get to know me as I am them, but like I can make it. So there are zero lulls. I can do that if I want to, I know. but I don't podcast you're approving. yeah I, yeah 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 <laughs> but like you know what I mean I don't want to fucking do all the work and if I'm doing all the work on the first date I can't imagine that I'm not going to be doing all the work in any other capacity everywhere else yeah if you can't meet me halfway in a conversation like what else are you not meeting me halfway with like uh I hated also in online dating when if a guy just was like I mean everyone hates this but the one word like sup like so now I have to do all the work because you've shown the smallest amount of interest 
yeah. I have to now. I could just go suck with you, <laughs> but then you're going to say something stupid and I'm going to have to pick this up. I know. And you've just, you've just handed me work. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my profile, say something about what I've written in my profile and we'll take it from there. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it takes such little effort to start a conversation. That's why, like, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I weed so many people out before you even get to the first date. There's so much that like, that's why, like, I have, I have a handful of bad dates and I have a hand, like I have a handful of like atrocious dates and I have a handful of like disappointing dates, but I don't have a plethora of bad dates because I'm like, I'm not fucking wasting my time. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not, I don't want to shower. I actually have like a kind of a new joke I'm working on where it's just like, I don't, I don't want to shower. I don't want to leave the house. I don't want to put on pants. I don't want to have fun. So if I am going to try to have fun with you, you better show up a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Come on. So it's like, I, if I think I'm going to make an effort and it's going to fall flat, I'm not even showing up. Yeah. Yeah. And there is a little bit like you're already, if I showed up, you're already halfway there. Like, just what are you doing? Keep the ball in the air. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I know. But other like red flags, I'm trying to think like, like once you're on the date. Once I'm on the date, like if they can't focus, if they're looking at their phone, if they're looking around, if you know what I mean? If like, if this isn't like, it's the same thing if I was going to be in a meeting and I'm interviewing something and they don't seem interested, you're not getting the job. Like, yeah. So, so it's just like, I need, I, the same with friends. And this is like a long-term friendship. I want to know that you want to be around me. Like, and don't get me wrong. I, you be, become comfortable people. Like we're on our phones all the time, but like, I could be like, Hey Maria, um, you know, blah, blah. And you'll put your phone down and you give me all your attention. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know this person the way I know you. So it's like, if you're already on your phone, like, I don't know how to be like Maria, you know what I mean? Like, I can't do that with this dude. So it's, it's, if you're going to make me strained and make me feel, and I'm in a position that I have to talk to you in a way that I'm not ready to talk to you. I'm not, no, um, we should get into topic. Okay. Our topic this week is collagen, which I'm so excited about because I just made a, uh, big vat of bone broth, which is, um, I'll get into later, but is, uh, literally a, a, a really good source of collagen and just like a natural way to, um, put it into your system. But I would love to know what you learned about collagen today, Maria. Um, Okay. So I learned that there are, according to different websites, either 16 types of collagen or 28 types of collagen, but mostly type one collagen and type three collagen have to do with like the type of collagen in your body. That got very confusing. Collagen is a protein, um, strong, almost like, um, stronger than steel. Hmm. steel which is kind of funny because if it's stronger than steel they're like hey but don't smoke or eat sugar because then it all falls apart and you're like all right man you yeah. gotta <laughs> stronger than steel but like don't have a, too many alcoholic beverages yeah <laughs> or be a son <laughs> yeah yeah it is real like yeah it's like um yeah so if you eat sugar sugar makes it dry weak and brittle if you drink, if you smoke, all of that kind of contributes Sunlight. to the loss of collagen and you need collagen for healthy skin, teeth, bones, cartilage, joints. It's all, it's all there. And, um, I feel like it makes things like slippy and supple, slippy and supple. I like that. I like the word supple for this. Thank you. I was really proud of it. It's not a word I use I very often. Complimenting the word supple, <laughs> but thank but you I for bringing it into the Slippy and supple. Continue. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just bought marine collagen. And then, so I looked up what the difference was between like bovine collagen and marine collagen. As a, as like what is so a topical thing or as no, a supplement? So as a supplement. So they say the topical things are worthless. Like if you have collagen okay. and lotions, it's worthless because collagen is too big to actually be absorbed through your skin. So if they claim to have collagen and lotions, it's your it's just the moisturizer that's doing anything, not the collagen. So it's all supplements, which you can get in powdered form. These are pills, which was dumb of me because I can't swallow. Swallow, I was about to and, say. Um, yeah. Can you and, dump it out? Like, is it something that you can open up and dump out and put on like yogurt or whatever? I wonder. I'll look into that. You're welcome. Thank you. This I will say thank you to you for. Um, and uh, yeah. So as far as bovine 
and marine collagen go like one's from cows, one's from fish scales. It's like cow hides and fish scales. Um, the sustainability and the availability and the like, like bovine's more cost effective, but marine collagen's better for the environment or something like that. But other than that, I don't think there's much of a difference as far as like the effects it has on your skin. Now, and I will shut up in a second. You can supplement no, all of this with your own. No, I, I'm, I'm learning so much. They don't really know if supplements work. Like um, there hasn't been, they think it does. And I know that they do, like they cure osteoarthritis with collagen, but um, the studies have varied as far as like its effects on like, you know, building your skin back up and, and making you more youthful. And they also say like, you could just do that through diet and you don't necessarily need to supplement it. Yeah. And, and honestly, I mean, I even have a joke in my act where like, I'm like, you know, we all, I take vitamins. We all do stuff. That's not real. Like I, I, I take the vitamins and I, so my thing is, is that I experiment with vitamins and I have seen vitamins help me. Um, but I've also, and I do try to give it at least three to six months before I go, this shit, this is shit. Um, but it's like with a lot of them, you're like, especially when you're looking for it to do something very specific, like it doesn't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's why bone broth, which is a dietary thing. Like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to add in the vitamin C, the, the collagen via bone broth, the minerals, the, um, the zinc, whatever it is that is supposed to help build it up. I mean, at the end of the day, as you get older, you lose it. That's what's happening. You're getting older, you're losing it. Um, um, it's a, just a general fact. And then on top of it, um, like we said before, the things that make you, uh, that break down collagen are excessive sunlight, smoking, drinking, um, and, uh, excessive sugar. It just all breaks it down. So I don't think it, it does feel a little bit like when it's gone, it's gone. Um, but I do think in general, and we have seen it healthy diet can at least preserve what you already have. And at the very least, there's some studies that say it might be able to build it up back up, but you're never going to be 20 again. You're just not, you know what I mean? Because if you were, every celebrity would be doing this instead of, you know, whatever the fuck That's they're doing. That's true. true. Let me just pause real quick. Cause I'm going to get tissues. So there are stuff that you can do to try to add it in though, and, and at least support your, your system a little bit. So collagen uh, is found in animals and it's um, concentrated in some parts of an animal, such as the skin and the joints. So they basically say collagen rich foods are bones, skin, ligaments of animals, such as chicken skin and pig knuckle. Cool. Maybe that's why we're not getting any of it. There was a lot of pig knuckle in Prague. Oh yeah. Do they look especially young? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, certain types of seafood, such as fish skin and jellyfish, a lot of skin, mm. um, which is, I'm not, oh, whatever, uh, products made from animal parts, such as bones, ligaments. Oh, and then because your body naturally produces collagen from amino acids, you can support collagen production by ensuring that you are eating foods like poultry, fish, beans, and eggs. So I think like I actually started eating bone broth pretty consistently, although I stopped for a couple of years and I'm just starting to get back into it, but I was pretty consistent for about two years because of pa the paleo diet, but, but just in general, because, um, it's supposed to help heal your gut. And that's why I got into bone broth, but it is supposed to be like one of those good things for just like your skin being healthy and slippy and supple. Um, oh, this is, I love this. Okay. So a review of 19 studies that included like over a thousand participants, 95% women between the ages 20 and 70 found that taking hydro, hydrolyzed, hydrolyzed, hydrolyzed collagen, improved skin hydration, elasticity, and wrinkles compared to placebo treatments. However, keep in mind that many of these studies were funded by companies that manufacture collagen products, which can have influenced the study results. Oh, yeah, very fucking study. Yeah. Like why, how, why, like Maybelline and fucking, you know, you know, Estee Lauder, they shouldn't be allowed to pay for studies. That's not a study. <laughs> that's, that's, that's buying information. Like <laughs> it's just so stupid. Like it shouldn't be allowed to be called a study if the people buying it are influenced by the results. Like, it just makes me so mad. But, um, so somebody said this when it comes to like aging and stuff, somebody said like half of beauty products, it almost doesn't even matter what it's in it. It's just about being consistent. 
So the idea that if every day you put on a moisturizer and, and sunscreen and every day you take off your makeup and wash your face, you know, there's going to be positive results. It's about, and that's one of the things I feel somewhat grateful for is that I am a pretty um, regimented and consistent person, but just the act of being consistent and doing it every day is half the battle. It's just that people that wear sunscreen when they remember aren't really going to get the benefits. You know what I mean? Because every day or the fact that every time you shower, you dry out your skin. So if you're not putting on moisturizer every day, I started doing that. Oh, I'm very proud of you. Body butter after every shower. And that's the time to do it because you need a little bit of uh, like moisture to take in the, um, we've learned this, to take in the actual uh, lotion for it to absorb into your skin. Yeah. I knew that along the way, but yeah. Yeah, no, we, we, because we talked about it. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that we know, we have taught ourselves and we are doctors. Um, But what I was going to say is I feel oddly fortunate that I had eczema when I was young and I was uncomfortable because I've gotten in the habit almost every day I put lotion on. And I guess that's not true because if I don't shower, I don't put lotion on. I'll put it on my, my hands and stuff and my elbows before I go to bed. But yeah. every time I shower, I put lotion on afterwards, whether it's summer or I might change what type of lotion in the summer, but summer or winter, I always do. And I think that's always kind of been helpful. Um, I feel like I've always put on a lotion on my face, but it's been nothing like what I'm doing now, which is like insane. Um, okay. Uh, do, 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 bunch of studies. Oh, what is cool is there are pretty good studies about women taking collagen supplements that have helped with bone mineral density, B BMD. Um, and that over time it has actually helped women, like you said, um, um, if they are at greater risk for osteoporosis, it just, it's helped, um, post-menopause, um, keep their bone density, which is really important, but they pretty much said, like, if you're a dude, if you're young, if you don't even have a problem with bone density, uh, they don't even know if it helps you. Um, but I don't know, I guess what I've, I've basically learned about collagen is that you need to more protect it than try to get it back because I don't know how much you can get it back. Um, but it really seems like the only surefire way to build it is through a healthy diet. Yeah. So don't destroy it and build it. So I guess the summation of this and most like maybe 90% of health advice is eat healthy. Don't eat healthy. Don't drink. Don't smoke. And you should have started 20 years ago. Yeah. So it's too late and uh, enjoy that. Um, I would love to hear from people. I would love to hear if anybody has like, you know, this almost goes back to like our beauty episode where like anybody get tricks, anything that they, they eat or try to get stuff snick, snuck into their diet. Like, cause they do tell you like, you know, eat berries and, and, and citrus is really, like, there's all this like for vitamin C and stuff like that. Like, there's all this stuff that you can do, but like, like I just started again, putting spinach in my eggs. Like that was something I was consistent about. And then I was like, no, I just want cheese. And it's like, <laughs> So I've been, it's, it takes such a little effort to throw it into my eggs. It doesn't destroy my eggs. I actually like it. I was just being lazy. So it's like, what are little tricks that you do to get more collagen um, or really just vitamins and minerals into your diet? I like the bone broth. It's a little annoying to make and like the process of like straining it. So you have a slow cooker. Yes. I use a slow cooker probably twice. Marrow. No, no, no. So you can buy bones anywhere. So if you go to a grocery store, people use bones. First of all, it's like the basis of soup. Like, so people use it to make soup. So it's really cheap. Like you can get like a pound or two of bones, of bones anywhere from like three to like $7, depending on how much you're getting. Almost every grocery store has them because people use them to like flavor stuff. Yeah. So really it's really cheap. And that's why, like, I think it's stupid to like buy. The, and it's so much better when you make it yourself. I know that's crazy. But like, I have not liked one version of store-bought bone broth. And That's I won't. Weird, isn't it? It. I don't know what it is. Like, do they put a bit of sugar in it or what is it? Like, it's never as good. Like, it's really gross. And I don't know if it's the, keeping it, um, the preservatives or something. Yeah. I find it disgusting. I have, I've only liked the bone broth I've made or when it's a store that like, that's their thing. It's like, like our restaurant, that's their thing. And they make it. Um, so it's super, it's super cheap to make. It's just a little annoying. So we're talking about, it's literally bones, apple cider vinegar, salt, 
Um, and then I put like, and then garlic, like a whole clove of garlic, you smash it, put it in there. Um, I put an onion in there. I put some carrots, I put some celery. I've done it where you do it for the full 24 hours. I think it, it starts, doesn't taste as good. I do it about 16 hours. So you basically, and like, I can put the recipe on there if people want it, but basically you get it until it boils. Once it gets to boil, you put it on like just regular, you know, um, cooking. You do that for 16 hours and then you strain it and then you bottle it. And then when you bottle it after it starts to get cold, all the fat rises to the top and you can just like pluck the fat off. I reheat it and I drink it like it's tea. Yeah. I made, I made it, but like it was fun. Like, so I put like star anise and stuff and it was very good. That's great. Yeah. And I don't think it doesn't matter how you, and you can make it into a base of a soup and get it that way. And then I was talking about on previous episodes, I was making gelatin. So you can take gelatin, which is also good for collagen and stuff like that. And I was making like green tea jello and I would just sweeten it with, um, yeah, it was fun. I, I, I made it and she really liked it. So I, I did that for a little bit. So what I was doing is I was, had, I would have bone broth in the morning and then I would have like a piece of like green tea jello at night. Great. Yeah. I'm just out here building collagen. Um, so, okay. If anybody has tips or tricks, if anybody, um, like their skin looks incredible, they're like in their fifties and they want to tell us what they did, even though it's too late for us. Um, uh, you can write to us. Where can they write to us, Maria? At two non-doctors at gmail.com. That's the number two forward doctors at gmail.com. And thanks guys. We'll see you Bye. next week. Bye. Bye. When the plate pops, it's done.